0: Good morning guys! Welcome back to another episode of Medic Mornings. I'm so excited to be starting today's episode because I am answering all of your questions on biology, anything biology related. And there's a lot of questions, so I'm going to try my best to answer all of them. But if I haven't, then send me a DM and I'm more than happy to help you. All right, let's get started. I haven't seen any of your questions but I'm looking through them right now and these are some good questions. The first question is by someone who asked what is the best online resource that you have used for biology? If you know me I'm like the queen of using online resources. Um, I don't know if it was just me in my school but everyone had a laptop or an iPad of some sort so I used only the Kerboodle app. I don't know if you know it but for OCRA there is a Kerboodle book that has the original Oxford book and it's the best resource. It's the textbook that all OCR students should have. Um, Aside from that I didn't really use any online resources. I didn't watch YouTube and that was just my personal study style. I also use the CGP book if you're familiar with that. It's a handbook it has all the cheat sheets it has like equations formulas small things you need to know but it's not really in much detail so if you're looking for a good textbook that is OCR certified go on Kerboodle. I also want to explain why I don't use YouTube especially since I procrastinate a lot I wouldn't say more than the average person I would say when I'm on YouTube I just start procrastinating and just click onto other videos that aren't really related to biology and also the concepts for youtube is really differs from person to person so i'm just a person that doesn't like using youtube for biology but if you do i would recommend mr Moray. he helped me during my exam period um, where he did these predictions and He's been quite spot on, actually, so you would be doing yourself a huge disservice if you didn't look at Mr. Murray during your exam season. Another question by someone who asked, what did you do after doing past paper questions? Did you memorize the answers you go wrong? So far, I've tried memorizing questions I got wrong, but I have so many to go through. How did you manage This is such a good question. And it's so specific. I love that. I personally did not memorize the answers that I've got wrong. I know a lot of people do this specific method where they input the questions that they got wrong on Anki. And over time, you'll come and revisit again. But for me personally, I think that once you get a question wrong, you get it wrong once but then you'll redo the past paper again that's what I did so I just redid the entire past paper and because in biology there is only so many past papers you can go through so a lot of the time I just repeated the past paper um, over and over again and also one piece of advice is to not dwell on those like questions that you got wrong because Especially in biology, it's very content heavy and there's a bit of application, but it's always within the specification. So as long as you know the contents, as long as you are 100% sure on the textbook and everything within the textbook, then you are completely fine. Don't worry about it too much. Someone asked, any examples on how to revise all A level bio content till our exam time and do past paper questions? I did a YouTube video on this. Um, it's titled uh, "How to Make a Schedule," and if you go on my YouTube channel, you'll see that. But I'll quickly brief over it again. So, A level bio, there's a lot of content. We know it's the most content-heavy subject, so. The first thing you want to do is not stress about it too much. You want to do your year 13 content first because we underestimate how much we actually remember from year 12. Year 12 content is the basics and the fundamentals of year 13 and you will definitely never forget it all. It's just impossible to forget it all. So My biggest tip is to go through your year 13 content first, make sure you get on top of that because basically in year 13, you're learning the same amount of content as year 12, but in half the time. So you need to know all your year 13 content by April, I'm assuming. And then on April, you want to go through your year 12 content. So perhaps every single day, you should write two or three chapters So within cells topic, we had one topic where it was just cell membranes, enzymes, um, the arrangements of eukaryotic cells. So I would just do eukaryotic cells and cell membranes in one day. And then the next day I would do another topic. So you should arrange it in that you will not miss any topics out and you should be extremely diligent with your time. Biology is one of those really time management fussy subjects where you have to be excellent at time management otherwise you will never get everything done so just be diligent I personally I stayed at school till 6 p.m every single day and that's definitely not healthy but my house was like a two minute walk away from the school so I had the facilities to do that but some people who need to travel who have strict curfews staying at home to revise is also good I spent a lot of time in my bedroom (laughs) but if you're able to manage your time wisely then you're able to revise all of the content as well as get your past papers in especially for biology I would say that content is more important than past paper questions so if you can prioritize knowing the content first then application is something that you can do um, further on right before your exam. Someone asked, best tips for revision? I understand topics but struggle to explain it to get marks. Biology is inherently a very content heavy subject so the main thing is that you should understand the mark scheme. The first thing you should do is consolidate your learning. So use Anki, use Quizlet or any method that you're comfortable with any apps that are facilitated for flashcards space repetition all these techniques utilize them for revision for your content first and when you understand topics but you struggle to explain it then that means that you struggle to understand it in the first place because understanding content is inherently being able to teach it to someone So just pull your biology classmates to one side and maybe every lesson just teach each other a topic, perhaps teach each other, you know, the entire genetics topic and just add on ideas. And that's kind of how you regurgitate that information over and over again. Another tip that I have for revision, um, especially for those who struggle to explain it, is literally do the past papers from the very beginning so I think OCR goes all the way back from 2002 so start from those past papers those past papers from 2002 to 2016 I believe are the old specification and even though they're the old specification people are like it's not reliable honestly the exam technique required from that time period to now is basically the same they have some stuff that's not on our spec I know they have a lot of food stuff like um, cholesterol but honestly for most of it it's very relevant it's very applicable to our specification so make sure you do some old past papers as well as they're useful someone asked maths and application with a broken heart emoji <laughs> okay for maths and application in biology there fairly simple for me because i took psychology and that was incredibly difficult especially we had research methods and we had like six different significance tests that we needed to remember but maths i would say is i think you get given the equation so you just need to know what the little symbols in the equation mean um for biology i think that means Um, unpaired t-test you need to know Spearman's rank and standard deviation and yeah I think that's it so those maths equations that you will be given um, just remember how to use them and also the small equations like magnification um, just remember magnification is image over actual image size over actual size and a lot of people struggled with that and also for math C parts of biology i think it's fairly simple i think chemistry is where it starts to get really confusing but yeah for biology math just remember that the equations are given to you and just know how to use them know the significance test so i think they'll be like is this significant or not and you need to know the probability if it's over five percent or something but Yeah, those are really the only things that you need to remember about biology, maths. It's really not that complicated. A lot of the times teachers overcomplicate it, but just remember it's very straightforward. You just need to know the probability, the statistics. You don't even need to remember the formula, so you're good. The application part of biology is where a lot of people struggle because it's worded so weirdly. A lot of the times they're like one mark and then... One mark questions are easier, but when it comes to the essays, um sometimes it can be difficult. So what I did personally was I didn't highlight any of the keywords. I made sure I just reread the question over and over again and write what you think is relevant. So over time, over doing lots of past paper questions, this becomes more easy and I promise you it gets easier. I promise. How did you revise? Someone asked. Um, I spoke a lot about this in my TikTok. So I revised using um, Anki the most. And I also revised using past papers. And that's about it. I made notes. I made really, (laughs) I made really pretty looking notes on Google Doc. So I highlighted a lot of it. I made comments on the side. So if you know Google Docs, you can add comments um, on some highlighted text, right? So I used that a lot because it was kind of like little sticky notes on the sides. Um, I also put sticky notes on my bedroom wall, which did absolutely fucking nothing. I didn't look at the notes once, um, but I feel like just seeing everyone else do it like put sticky notes on their wall I thought it was super cool and I wanted to try it it didn't work I will not be doing that again but it was fun to make so also sorry for my really croaky voice I usually don't sound like this but I have had the flu for the past few days so this is what you're getting (laughs) okay next someone asked how to memorize content long term for me I didn't have this issue A lot of the time, it's just because you're cramming so much information into your brain at such a little time period. So that is why your information is falling out. But what you have to do is just write it over and over again. Get a piece of scrap paper, do the blurting technique, which is when you just look at the textbook for 10 minutes, um, write everything that you know down and reread it and go over with red pen what you have missed out and then get another piece of paper the next day don't even look at the textbook just write everything that you know from that topic and see if there are any irregularities see if there are any mistakes within it and just keep doing that every single day so i really struggled with genetics topic i also really struggled with translocation a lot so the process within translocation like the pumping of h plus ions the movement of sucrose from a high concentration to a low concentration so I use the blurting technique for that I just drew it all out I wrote the entire process down and that's kind of how you get it to go into your long-term memory especially since it's a semantic type of information semantic is basically when you input information into your brain due to its actual meaning instead of just putting it into your brain because it's there you know, you actually have to understand it and that's how it gets into your long-term memory because it means something to you and it's attributed to something and your mind recognizes it more and that's how you get it to stick. Someone also asked how to remember or identify what points the examiners want us to say. There is no cheat code for this, there is no short-term hack or tip that's going to Help me help you. You're going to have to do that yourself through lots of past papers, lots of dedication and time. So, you're going to do past papers every single day. You're going to dedicate two hours to biology every single day because that's what it requires because of its large content volume. And essentially, this is just something that is unavoidable. I agree that sometimes it can be really difficult because examiners. Want something, but then they phrase the question so weirdly. But chances are, if it's really difficult, then other people will find it difficult as well. So you're scored on a curve, and the most important thing is that you do your job and you look at more past papers. The more past papers you come across, the better you will get. So make sure you just put your time, turn off your phone, turn on your forest app. <laughs> Just do your revision and it will come, I promise, I promise. Someone said, are notes or mind maps efficient? I didn't do any mind maps of any sort. I remember I did mind maps about the Masai Mara topics when our teacher forced us to make some. They had to make it all pretty and stuff, but no, I did not do any mind maps. I think personally, they're a waste of time, especially in biology, because you're trying to link topics together and I can see how it works so you can say oh the cell biology is involved in the plants topic it's involved in the the breathing and exchange surfaces topic cell membranes are involved in the alveolus and that's how it connects together but I personally didn't find it useful at all I also didn't know that you could make mind maps online so maybe I would have made mind maps online but I also made notes so I already went through how I made notes on Google Docs. But make sure you make them really pretty. Make you, make them really pastel highlighted. But also remember that tables, charts and graphs are going to be your best friend. So whenever you get any information. I remember there was this thing called um, divergence and convergence, I think. You have to put these... Pictures and these words into tables and charts, and that's how I organized my mind into a more like simplistic layout. So, you want to compare these directly against each other. I don't know if this makes any sense, but if you struggle with this, then send me a DM and I'll explain it in a bit more detail. (laughs) Someone asked as well, could you do one for OCR Chem and NXL Maths? Of course, I don't do maths. Um, I did psychology OCR and I know lots of people don't do OCR psychology since it's such a small subject, but I will definitely do one for OCR Chemistry as a lot of people do OCR Chemistry. Okay, I'm checking my other account now for questions. Okay, I've got a lot of questions here as well. One person asked, tips to answer application questions. They'll be the death of me, lol. Oh my gosh, I genuinely, paper three in biology was literally the bane of my existence. I hated it so much. And also, why are the grade boundaries so low for paper three? It's probably because everyone hated it as well. But application questions, is the only way to get past them is, to do more past papers I know that's not what you wanted to hear as a person who also struggled with application a lot doing more past paper questions delegating answers with your friends as well asking them what they wrote down and looking at the mark scheme memorizing the mark scheme and then writing that mark scheme as the way you would answer all of those questions moving forward is the way I would answer application questions A lot of people are also asking, I know the content, but can struggle to hit the mark scheme. This is such a common topic in all my questions. Oh my gosh. It really is a big struggle. Yeah, I would say biology is one of those subjects that takes a lot of dedication and time and patience to get to that stage where you can achieve a consistent a star i mean the mock before i did my actual exams i got an a not the a star so it really depends on what paper it is i think a lot of people will feel lucky and some people will feel like they could have done better on each paper and personally i feel like you will never feel prepared, you will never feel 100% prepared to take an exam, but just trust your content, trust your revision, trust everything that you've done, because application questions are hard, are difficult, but once you revise more, once you put the time in, and the hours in, and the past paper questions in, then it will show, and I promise you it will get better, because The start of year 13 always seems so hectic and it seems like such a difficult exam to overcome, but I promise you guys, it will get better. A lot of people also asked, could you talk about exam techniques and specific mark scheme answers? For exam techniques, I think um, main questions like multiple choice questions, I personally did those last I always skim read the multiple choice questions but I left them for last because if the time came to it I could just guess and move on. I think the main technique and the main denominator in this is to do more past paper questions and I know that sounds very disappointing but it really is the only way and the only consistent way and the only proven way to improve Someone asked, "How do you effectively revise? I feel like I spent so long revising, but it doesn't pay off. This sounds a bit like a burnout <laughs> um essentially, during your revision periods, you should feel like every session is doing a little bit. you're learning a little bit and After each session, you should consolidate your notes through Anki, and that's what I did. Um, If you want a more in-depth Anki tutorial, look at my YouTube or look at my TikTok. I think if you're struggling to see any change in your grades or in your test results, then the main importance is to take a little break, especially since burnout is so untalked about. I really struggled with burnout during the last periods of my exam, like the last month moving on to my exam. I mean, I literally went to a beach two weeks before the exam and I procrastinated on YouTube the entire one week before the exam. But it's really important to recognize burnout and when you're burning out it feels like everything you're doing is pointless. It's useless and it can feel tiring to revise and at that point you have to question whether you're spending your time productively because there's a different type of productive you know there's actually productive and feeling productive but you're not actually doing things so feeling productive is when you're doing the revision putting the hours in but nothing is actually encoding inside your mind when you start feeling burnt out it feels like you're doing things it feels like you're doing these notes, you're writing these papers, and you feel like you're at the top of your game. But when it comes to the exam, you don't remember any of these things. And that's kind of what it feels to burn out. And also, procrastinating a lot is also a sign of burnout. So, take a day off. Take a day off to not do your revision. Take a day off to just relax and allow yourself to take that break because, in the long term, You will thank yourself because if you don't take breaks, then that procrastination period is just going to extend more and more and more until it eats into your exam revision time. And that's ultimately the worst decision ever. Lastly, I just wanted to make a small encouragement and word of advice for you guys. I know biology is so difficult. It honestly was the most difficult subject that I had personally, aside from psychology, but it is so rewarding when you see the results and you see the hard work pay off. The goal is in your reach and it honestly is in your reach. That A star and that A is so achievable, I promise you. If I can do it, you can do it. And I'm so proud of all of you. I know that you can achieve this biology grade and your medical school acceptances i can't wait to hear from you guys just a word of encouragement that that a star is attainable and it's not a dream it's not a hope and it's a reality for all of you guys that you can do this thank you for listening to my podcast i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and as always if you enjoyed make sure to rate me on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening it from thank you for being on my journey and thank you for supporting me always i hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the day and see you guys next time bye bye